0: Субтитры создавал DimaTorzok
1: kiss army. You wanted the best. You got the best. I'm Matt Porter, broadcasting live on Monco Radio from Montgomery County Community College here in Bluebell, PA. I am in the super-secret radio studio beneath the advanced technology center.
2: You mean underground?
0: Yeah, way underground.
1: And we are broadcasting live. Okay, look, it's 3 o'clock here. It could be prime time, drive time, Breakfast time. I don't know what time it is you're listening to this, but any time is a good time for some Okay, we're back. It's the Kiss Room. You're listening live from Montgomery County Community College on Monco Radio. We want to play your requests. so let me know what you want to hear. What do you want to hear? Tell me again. What do you want to hear? You got it. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Music and Minds Meet, you're tuned into the KISS Room. We're here on Friday. I have a couple requests coming in. This one's for Bob, who's in the KISS Room, even though he's at work. He's got his headphones on, listening on the phone. we got about how many weeks until we go see KISS in Virginia? So this first request, this is for Bob. You're listening to Monco Radio, where Music and Minds Meet, and you are in the KISS Room. the creator and publisher of Kiss Mask Fanzine. I want to take all your requests, find the Facebook page, The Kiss Room on Facebook. Uh, Frank's going to share some of his stories. And here's another request from my brother. This is Paul Stanley's solo album. Wouldn't you like to know me on my co-radio or music in my It is quarter after three on Friday. and Joining me in the studio is Frank Hagen, creator of the Kiss Mask fanzine. I know Frank for a long time, back when that was a print magazine. Um, So, Frank, welcome to the Kiss Room. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Hello, Kiss Army. So, what we want to know. Now, obviously, fanzines are everywhere today with the internet. You can create a a website pretty easily. Talk a little bit about the beginning of Kiss Mask when it was... In kind its of a infancy? pen and paper, yeah, yeah, like an ink and paper kind it, of a thing.
3: It was. It was kind of kind of like a mom-and-pop thing. Um, you know, I saw this, this one fanzine called Kiss Fire, and it was done by a friend of mine, and I tried to join the staff, and they were t- totally booked up. And so a friend of mine said, why don't you create your own? So I did, and we used Kiss Fire as a template, and uh, it kind of went on fr- from that um, – it, it was it was a really fun experience
1: doing that. Now I know over the years, back then they actually used to give us press passes because yes. we did fanzines. Yes, I can think of a couple times being able to go backstage. Now it's a thousand dollars. Before it was, you really had to kind of put your blood, sweat, and tears into doing these things. They were copy and paste. If you ever read now, I think. You might be on this page seventy eight or which what page is it of that Kiss Fanzine book they did. One of the themes of most of those stories in the early days seemed to be I had a job in a print shop or I worked in a printing press and uh, how were you involved in that at the well, time?
3: I I worked for a printing company at the time. So I knew some knowledge and I knew how to put things together and and be creative. And um you know, we started it in 1987. And I think we finished up in nineteen ninety five and uh Eric Carr was a great supporter first right off the bat and uh even gene gene simmons was a
1: was a you know what i i remember it's funny going back to it was hot in the shade tour. And we're backstage at the Spectrum. And you had gotten us all back there, really, on Kiss Mask passes. And here's how cool Paul Stanley was. Now, at this point, so now I got to meet Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick, And here comes Paul Stanley. And, of course, it's, it's, I think it was the first time I'd ever met Paul. But I started blabbering out, you know how I do this artwork for this fanzine and blah, blah, blah. And he says, oh, yeah, Kiss Mask. I know that. When I saw the one today with our pictures. And, well, sure, they all have his pictures, but he made it seem like he knew exactly what I was talking about, and I really appreciated that.
3: Well, you know what, he 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 obviously did know what you were talking about because um, when he did a solo tour in Trenton, um, after the show, we kind of went up to the bus, and Paul was coming up, coming out, and I was just handing him copies. He, here, Paul, here's a new Kiss fanzine, Kiss mask. I hope you love it. And he got on the bus. He said, thank you, got on the bus. And he handed them out to every member of the band, including uh, Eric Singer and his crew. And I was just out of my mind about it. It, it was thrilling.
1: That's fantastic. I, I think that kind of thing. You now I have somewhere and a Kiss mask flyer autographed by Eric Carr. It's yes. like you said, somebody was giving him out. I guess probably you were probably handing out the flyers, and somewhere along the line, a meet and greet something Eric signed it. Somebody mailed that back to us. I think that's pretty cool. But Now, the nice thing is, for any of you out there listening, go dig into your collection. Those of you that are longtime fans, you might even have copies of Kiss Mask in your collections. I know I was talking to a friend of mine, Andy. Andy is a super fan. You know him. He's from Massachusetts, and he actually posted pictures, said, I have those Kiss masks because I told him Frank was coming on the show. So go back into your collections, find those copies. Now, you're also online. We're going to talk about that in a second. But let's pick a new song. We're going to hop into something in the Philly area. What are we thinking about today? The heat. And it is Hotter Than Hell on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Army, you're in the Kiss Room. I'm getting requests. If you go to our Kiss Room fan group there in uh, Facebook, you can post them. This song is for the world-famous Timmy Rex, listening up in the Wilkes-Barre area. And you're in the Kiss Room on Motco Radio, where music and minds meet. one's called... coming in. This is for Shelly, New Jersey's own Kiss Nut, here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
0: depression Depression. can't get what you
1: One for Cameron. We're gonna hear some Love Gun. <laughs> Music and Minds Meet. Now coming up, we got more requests, okay? And this is gonna be kind of a theme to this block because we have a little bit of room service coming up, and then we have I just wanna. So Jim. Jimmy Z asked for some room service. Kate asked, says she just wants to. So between if you combine the two, that sounds a good. good time. Here in the Kiss room on Monco Radio where Music and Minds Meet. In the Kiss Room, we're here with Frank Hagan. Now, just so everybody that's listening, in case anybody who's a higher up here where I'm broadcasting from, which is Montgomery County Community College, he's saying, I just wanted to fuh f- forget you, okay? Just so we're clear. Now, to be clear, I'm going to toss this over to Frank, and he's going to try and come up with what is your favorite story over the years you have met everyone in KISS. And the reason why I'm segueing it that way, I need to have a clean story, one that you can tell on the air. <laughs> so, what do you think? You've met everybody.
3: i met everybody. Share
1: your favorite KISS story.
3: Uh, I, I, one of them that I can say on the air is um, just kicking back with Eric Carr at the bar Having some Long Island Iced Teas and talking about the new record and what's going on with the band and What year is that? That was nineteen ninety. It was the Hot in the Shade tour. Wow. And you know, he was an incredible human being. One of the nicest guys I've ever
1: met in a business. Fantastic. Now I know that there's another story you want to tell. You weren't sure if you could tell it. That you had met Paul and let's see, your mom.
3: Oh, it was <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going, wait. Frank's mom and Paul. No, wait. wait. Um, all right. It was looking It Up Tour. Kiss were playing Philadelphia The Tower. And they did an in-store at the Cherry Home Mall early in the day. Now, my parents somehow got over there and met me there. And um, the limos pulled up as the old black Cadillac limos back in the day. And um, it really started to get a little crazy with the fans. So I bear-hugged my mom. So she wouldn't get, she was a little woman. I bear hugged her, and as the band was passing through, she grabbed Paul Stanley's butt. And Paul turned around and looked at me and smiled, and I said, It wasn't me. And I pointed down to my mom, and he smiled. And I talked about that with him years later, and he's like, I remember that. I remember that.
1: Okay, so there's some good stories from Frank coming up at 4 o'clock. Stay tuned because at four o'clock we're going to replay one of Frank's most recent interviews, which was Ace talking about the Anomaly record. He talks about a lot of different things. It's an exclusive. A lot of you are out there. You have everything Kiss. You have never heard this interview because it's literally we're gonna. If it it's works, first time we're gonna play in. it right off of Frank's mini tape recorder directly <laughs> into the board here on Monaco Radio. So he is going to talk about Anomaly, and we're going to play a track from Anomaly right now. My favorite, Pain in the Neck, on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Kiss Room. We're getting a lot of requests. And one of the things I want to also read off the Facebook page, if you're not on our Facebook group, from Len, he writes I was there relating to Frank's story that he just told at the Cherry Hill Mall. Gene was going to kick some dude's ass because he reached out to touch the band and he almost ripped Gene's necklace chain off. It was crazy. I couldn't get any pictures because the mob rules. Oh, wait, that's someone else's band. Okay, we know that. Now, Len, I know you're local. I want to have you down here. I'm sure you have some good stories that you could share with. Us on the kiss room, and you also requested parasites. So this one's for you, Len, on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. you're in the KISS room. It's almost 4 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we're going to have an exclusive interview, exclusive interview with Ace Frehley, conducted by Frank Hagen, who's in the KISS room with us. You've never heard this interview. It's coming straight off his micro cassette recorder. We're going to start it off with a classic Ace song. This is... Back into a group by Ace
4: Frehley on Manga Radio, where music rides me...
1: Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. got to play a public service announcement, a little station ID. It's 4 o'clock. We've we'll got an exclusive interview with Ace Freely coming up at 4 on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
4: Daddy, what are you doing?
1: I'm texting Mom to see if she wants us to pick something up on the way home.
4: Daddy, you know that you shouldn't text and drive.
1: Just one quick text. Don't worry. I'm almost done.
4: Daddy, look out. Oh,
1: whoa. That was close. I must have drifted into the other lane.
4: I told you, texting and driving is dangerous.
1: Texting and driving
0: is against the law in Pennsylvania. Texting while driving is a distraction and can cause
1: a serious accident or worse.
4: Don't text and drive.
1: Hello, I'm here with a random man on the street for this week's Mako radio Servant. Sir, we'd like to ask you a few questions. Oh. Do you listen to Monco Radio? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, and is Monco Radio sounding better than ever? Yes, they are. very much. Nice. And will you tell all of your friends to listen to Monco Radio? Uh, yes. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to say? Yes. Uh, you know. <laughs> Have a great day, sir. And thank you for listening to Monco Radio, where music uh, and minds yeah. meet. There you go. <laughs> room here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. I kept talking about it. We're going to try it. Here it is. It's an exclusive interview with Ace Freely. Now tell us, Frank, where were you? When was this recorded? Give us some background.
3: Okay. It was recorded at the Hit Factory in um, New York City. Uh, they invited me up. We sat down in the same studio that Michael Jackson recorded tracks for Thriller. And, um... It was recorded nine twenty three oh nine, and it was. We were there to promote *Anomaly*.
1: Fantastic! So, like I said, this is coming right off of a mini cassette recorder. We're going to see if this works. Hopefully, this works. Hit play. Hopefully it let's works. take it away, on Omaco Radio, where music and minds meet. And if you get dead air, let's see what happens here. We're going to think about this for a little bit. We're going to see if the volume's turned up. I'm talking about it the whole time. Let's see here. Dad, 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 it's four zero one. Dad, you
4: should be done. It's not working.
1: Okay, let's see. It's not playing. So we're gonna keep teasing you with it. We're gonna see. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, what was that? Oh, uh, oh! Okay. In the meantime, since we got a little time to vamp here. Joining us on next month's show, which is going to be the end of July, I'm going to start a new segment. You all know him. It's a super fan, Andy Moyen from Massachusetts. He's going to join us for a Kiss Cruise update. He's getting really psyched up for the Kiss Cruise. I know that he's got a lot of plans for the Kiss Cruise. They're talking about a pre-party that's going to be on October 29th. He posted that on the page. So this goes out to Andy, and it looks like he wants this for him and his friend Jeff, and for all you Kiss Maniacs who are going to be living in sin on that Kiss Cruise on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet.
4: I know you write me sexy letters. And you send your pictures for my wall. You found the whole hotel well. Where-
1: You heard us having a little screw-up earlier trying to get this to play. That's how you know it's live. I'm not messing with you. I'm not telling you it's live, but it's on tape. This is live, coming to you live. No edits, nothing. Here we go. We're going to try this again on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
2: the numbers, you know, I mean, my new label number two on the Indy shot up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what, after working on the record for 20 years... Right. It's, yeah. It's, like, it was worth it. It was worth it. And it took me actually two years to record the record, correct? Yeah, it started in 2007. It's an incredible record. It's, it's honestly... When I listen to that novel, like album, it sounds like, almost like the love child of the 78 solo record. By design. By design, yes. You use that as a template? Yeah. It, it, that was on purpose. Well, you know, I, I listen to for my fans. Because uh, I'm, I'm making records because I want my fans to like it. You know, I use albums for the fans. It's, it's everything that people ask me for, and I think I get it. Uh, you know, I think I can it at the beginning of recording, I listen to my solo album over and over again, and trying to figure out why anybody said that as a favorite record, you know? And I, and I just basically, you know, use a lot of the same recording techniques and try to, you know, use some of the same musical textures and, and sounds. I recorded the lot in the same way, right? right. Same old micro techniques I learned from Eddie Kramer, you know, old preamps, old Bachs, Fender, Marshall Raps, we can touch with, with old guitars. And, I, I remember the process. You know, I wasn't there. You know, but uh, you know, I had some great engineers to work with me, and you know, okay. it turned out more than okay. It's awesome. And I'm not sure if you're either. Um, like, there's a lot of personal experience in this record, and I think that makes that a lot more special, too. Yeah, I put my heart into so it You know, it, it, it really, you know, comes from me. You know, these You know, I mean, take a long as they did, and I rewrote that song for last, uh, that song was done, and then I, I, I rewrote it. All those verses, that I, I wrote for like the rest, during the mixing process. I rewrote the words, and uh, it just became more, uh, more honest and more straightforward. The record flows so nicely. Yeah, I mean, I changed the chords, too. You know, the original verses I had a completely different feel. You do that throughout the record, you would start recording. And then, and then, but like Genghis Khan basically just was the uh, with the car control. It's how the song started and it ended. And, but that whole intro is off. yet. Yeah, later on, the whole breakdown section and kind end of section. Turns out later on. That's actually awesome. Where did you get the idea for Genghis Khan? I mean, I you know, it just came
1: to you. I was just doing it for you before, and, and you guys, some, 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 when you write, right, where do you get these ideas? and Alright, what do you think? Uh, I'm sitting here thinking maybe this is gonna remain exclusive because uh, that's pretty hard to hear. But here's something you might not have heard. This is a Gene Simmons demo from 1978 called Howlin' for Your Love. Remember going to those conventions and buying all these bootlegs, and you never knew quite what you're gonna get. This is kinda like that. Sims demo pulled out of a cassette tape in my house. Here's a little more Kiss on Montco Radio, where music and minds meet. You're in the Kiss Room. Yeah, it sounded like Ace was right here in the studio. Yeah, thanks, Mike. (laughs) Anyway, we're still here. We got a lot of time left here. Another uh, 45 minutes. So I'm going to turn it back over to Frank. Share another Kiss story with us. Something from over the years. From over the years, uh, let's go back to
3: Hot in the Shade Tour. Um, I traveled with uh, a group of Canadian girls and Canadian guys. And we did about 10, 15 shows together. And... um, we always knew when the girls ran out of money, because we'd be driving up the interstate and then have their panties out the window, drying them because they didn't have enough money to dry them, only to wash them. So uh, it was a great it was a great experience. And, and Paul in Las Vegas, um, and he played the MGM Grand. And there was a girl backstage. She was screaming. I mean, screaming out of her mind. And it was the first time I ever saw Paul Stanley come out of his dressing room and say, What the hell is going on out here? And then she was escorted by security out the door.
1: Wow. I'll tell you, crazy fans, crazy girls, sometimes you just have to hide your heart. A Monco Radio with music in mind's feet. Room on Monaco Radio, where music minds meet. Now, I know this is something I say a lot, especially if you read, uh, read my page or anything. We celebrate all eras of KISS. I mean, whether you're a first album person all the way up to Sonic Boom, everybody should be in here because it's fun. And we have a lot of fun. Now, one of the things we were just talking about off the air, Frank was at KISS Unplugged. And we actually saw Ace and Peter get back up, and probably the one time that we've seen the most members of KISS on the same stage ever, and talk about that. That had to be pretty amazing. That was
3: pretty incredible. I mean, to see all six members up there, current and former, was such an emotional moment, Um, especially when Ace and Peter came out. I mean, I, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was so emotional. And then they went into 2,000 Man and Beth and shed more tears when Beth was played. And that, that night I knew something was going to happen. I knew something was going to happen, and it did. I think everybody felt it. The, it. the room was just full of magic. You could just feel it in the room.
1: Do you think we'll ever get one more show? I, Is it possible that we're going to see a tour with everybody?
3: Well, I don't know if we'll get a tour. But I think we may get a last show. Um, Gene has talked about that several times, you know, Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, this year's their 40th anniversary.
1: In his book, he says Shea Stadium. If you read the first book, he actually says when that last note goes off on Shea Stadium. I think, obviously, that would be a very Beatle. You know, the Beatles had Shea Stadium. I would think it would have to be Madison Square Garden. I really think they should do something where they, if you've seen where they, they simulcast it to movie theaters. Why not do something like that? Let everybody have the experience together for that and it w- and really I'm going to say it that one last time. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who have really said, oh, the tour this and the tour that and it's not kiss. It's all kiss. It's all fun. That's the bottom line. At the end of the day, it's the fun thing that we think about, it's the fun thing that we talk about. If it's not fun anymore, you know, listen to something else. I mean, cuz really they've always I think for many people they've been People's heroes, rock and roll heroes for sure. And I think we all just need to have as much fun as possible. And I'm going to segue that right into Len's request. one's from dress to kill it is well we're we going to go into here something from dress to kill ladies
0: and gentlemen tonight is our
3: opening night of the kiss concerts there's going to be a gigantic So come early and get yourself a good spot. Come and see on stage Peter, Ace, Gene, and Paul live on
0: our stage. Come see Kiss Tonight. Kiss Tonight.
1: Kiss Tonight. Kiss Tonight. All right, we're going to start talking about the tour. Right after this. right, you're in the Kiss Room on Radio, where music and minds meet. That is modern-day Delilah, obviously, and we're talking about the tour. It's going to kick off next month, July 20th, Bristow, Virginia. I will be there, so if you're listening and you're going to that show, make sure you stop and say, Matt, I'm a big fan of the Kiss Room. And, uh, you know, Hey Really, we're probably Facebook friends. Uh, stop and talk to me. I can't wait. It's going to be a blast that night. Um, what do you think they'll lead off with? Pick a song. What do you think they would lead off with? Uh, I'd like to see them lead off with Creatures of the Night. Agreed. I'm thinking Creatures of the Night. It's a, with Motley Crue. Didn't they tour with the crew? That was something. Yeah, that th- was the same
3: tour. Yeah. So that's some kind of
1: anniversary of that. I'm sure. I'm not good at math. Is it 30 years? Do the math. I'm not good. Somebody tell yeah. me. So hey, look You're at that. Right. It could be a 30th anniversary of the two of them together. It's Kiss and Crew. It's the tour. Uh, I'll see them a bunch of times. I know in September they uh, they'll be in Homedale and they'll be in Camden, and it's the only reason to go to Camden I can even think of. But I'll be <laughs> there for that. Uh, we want to hear obviously the next show i'm going to do is going to be the end of july and i want to hear from as many of you as possible when we have that show what kind of songs you'd like to hear i mean by that time we'll know what the set list is going to be like because i'm going to see him anyway in, in uh, that opening night we'll have some idea do you think it's going to be the same old thing or is there even a chance they coming out of the box swinging with something like this Now, look, if you've been tuned in for most of the show, you heard me teasing we were going to play this uh, exclusive Ace interview, and then we tried to play it, and it sounded way kind of crackly, and everybody was kind of like, man, it doesn't sound so good, but we really want to hear it. So we're going to try again. This might push us right to the end of the show. We're going to try this. We brought in this huge piece of equipment called a Sonic Boominator, and uh, it's supposed to cut out all that crackling. So let's try this again. This is an exclusive interview with Ace. Let's see what it sounds like.
2: So it's almost like, you know, my my brain is like a you know radio receiver, and somebody's beaming it into my head. <laughs> Sometimes it's that easy. Really? So go figure. I don't know. You got to do a little below the Angels live. You got to do it live. Yeah, it's uh. Genghis Khan, I mean, you could play that whole record live, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, pretty much, you know, and it's funny you said that, because a lot of people were talking to me about doing a special concert of just the first album really well you know we were talking about doing it last year doing a couple of selected special shows because it was the 30th anniversary of the solo album but i was just too busy finishing up this album and touring so that never happened but you know if i could somehow do uh that whole first album and this album you know that would be that would something special we did an interview about almost 15 years ago yeah i'm gonna say you look familiar really carol had set it up Carol K. okay uh-huh. um There's a lot of references to God and heaven on your record. Um, Does this mean Ace spirit going to to church on Sundays? No, I used to when I was a kid, but, you know, not not much lately, you know. Uh, I don't really think you need to be in church to, you know, commune with God. Uh, But, you know, getting sober and that whole experience, you know, was a, uh, a religious experience, right, you know. Did you do it on your own? Or did you go to rehab or I, I didn't go to rehab I've been to rehab before but you know, this time around I kinda uh, you know just cleaned up on my own, you know, and, you know, worked with, you know, 12-step programs and, and right. therapists and stuff, you know, helped me get my head screwed on straight, you know, because it's been screwed up for so long. <laughs> but, you know, the release of the album on the 15th was three years sobriety. Right. So, you know, it's so they had a lot of meaning with, with the release of the record? And, you know, that, it's funny, that was, you know, that wasn't planned. That wasn't planned. It just happened by accident. Wow, it's all fate, eh? You know, and I, if you know anybody that knows me i always say you know 27 follows me around wherever i go you know for the album to be debuted on billboard at 27 that's kind of like god playing a trick on me and letting me know that he's there helping me out and yeah, guiding yes. me. you know yeah it's good to see you so good it's it's good to be healthy again yeah <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations i don't know if you've heard that Kiss was nominated for the Rock and Roll of yeah, Fame today. Yeah, I heard. But, you know, yeah, that's nice. You know, it's, well, that's your band, dude. Yeah. You know, I you started that band, right, so yeah. designed the logo. You designed know. the logo. Came up with the makeup. For, you know, for my character. Somebody else is wearing it now. You know. I know. I know. Go figure, right? I know. Do you get? Do you have anything to do with your makeup anymore? Or, I mean, you wore it in the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Did you, you still own it, or you own it, I or wear the makeup if I want? You know, why would I want to wear it without? the other three, you know? Right, right. Okay, well, I wasn't sure, you know, if you still, that was still your thing, you know? I mean, I designed it. Right, you designed it. Well, I mean, Paul and Jane own on the rights to it. Right. You know, I sold them the rights, you know, but I still get royalties. Good, good. You know, you know, I'm not, you know, I, that whole situation is a different <laughs> situation and the fans aren't happy. I mean, I don't even go there. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, that for somebody to play Shock Me which is Ace's song on tour in Europe last year was it's just sacrilege but anyway we're talking about Ace I was on YouTube and I saw Tommy trying to shoot Rock out of his guitar yeah it was pretty sad it is sad because he just doesn't have the no but I mean trying to cop your moves it's, it's like it's like watching a tribute band and it's you know I, I love Tommy he's a, he's a great guy better. But, ha, 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 no. Anton plays on most of the records. Yeah. You and Anton have gone, You go, did you guys first meet during Dynasty? Is that where you met, guys met or did you meet during before that? My first solo album in 78. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was wrong? I, I, I was trying to find a drummer for the album and a, a friend of mine who I went to high school with brought up Anton Frigg's name and I was going to set up a meeting and then Eddie Kramer was looking for drummers independently and he called me up one day and he goes, hey, I heard about this guy of thing." So immediately I said, wow, there's something going on there. Yeah, and you guys have been close ever since. That's exactly what happened with Marty Fredrickson, the guy who mixed the record, you know. I asked a couple of independent people, who, who would you get to mix the record? And his name came up more than once. So let me take a meeting with this guy. Yeah. You can and he put Boss on a run, too. He, well, Marty produced uh, he, he, Fox on the Run, and he also, uh, be, be, besides the, uh, mixing a, a great album with uh, Anthony Fox, he also like, helped me out on Will um, Angels, um, he played some organ on, and on Fractured Quantum he, uh, he played like, the bass parts and reprogrammed the drums. Uh, and he also sang backgrounds on, on Fox on the Run and, and played bass. So I mean, he's a multi-talented guy. Yeah. You know, it was, I actually just saw him uh, last week in LA. You know, we did a question and answer thing at the Grammy Museum, and that was great. You know, good questions. All right, um, you're you're start, you're going to do a mini tour then you're going to do a promotional tour with some shows scattered here and there in the States we, we got offered a couple of isolated shows you know not a major major tour uh... So I'm, gonna, I'm off to Japan to do some big festival and I got a bunch of dates in Australia, coming back and doing a bunch of dates in the States, and I just found out I'm going to Europe. <laughs> you know, to keep the momentum going. Right? Yeah. So you know, people's attention span isn't what it used to be. Right. So, you know, we've got to keep the momentum going, and uh, 2010 we're planning a big tour. Good you know we'll try to put a nice package together and you know the way we think the, if the record does as well as we believe it's going to do uh, in the stores on our radio you know we think it's going to work it will work you know. um do you find with the record industry being the way it is um having your own label is the best way to go for if a guy like me Born is yours for, yeah for a guy like me it is because uh A lot of the labels are in trouble financially. A lot of them have closed uh, shop because, uh, you know, some of them didn't make that transition into the internet and publishing and, and, you know, everything else. I mean, the internet has changed the way you do business, not only in the music business, but everywhere. So uh, rather than sign with a major label that could, you know, write me a big check, I thought it was better if I, if I, you know, started my own label and hired a, a crack, jack, crack-a-jack marketing team like Rocket Science, who have done a fabulous job. They have. They were responsible for the packaging and the marketing, and they made sure it was everywhere. Unlike Kisses, in the album was going to be released exclusively to Walmart. You can buy my album anywhere, right. and worldwide, and I thought that was important to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you said in a New York Post interview you, uh, recently, just last week, that you used to hang out at Studio 54 in the 70s. I was kind of, wow, I could, I, 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 what? That you used to hang out at Studio 54 in the 70s. Yeah, I didn't know that.
3: And I thought I knew everything about you. And that would be some wild times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's was going to snap. Okay. Well, you know what? We're running out of time. That was Frank's exclusive interview with Ace. You know what I'll try and do is see if I can't post that on my own site. Maybe we'll do the full interview. Now, speaking of websites, please tell everybody that's in the Kiss Room right now about the new Kiss Mask um, Facebook, I think. And also, you have your own Kiss Mask website. Give that address for everybody that's out there.
3: Yeah. um, Resurrected uh, Kiss Mask as a webzine. And our address is kissmaskwebzine.blogspot.com backslash. And we are now finally on Facebook at www.facebookbackslash
1: east.coast.rock.guy. Got it? Woo! All right. Kiss Army, we have time for about three more songs. I'm going to close out this show and then somebody's getting tired already. Hopefully you're still hanging in there with me on the Kiss Room where my co-radio, where music and minds meet. That time again when we're out of time. I will be back next month at the end of July with a show that will focus on the tour. The tour will have started. We should have a new single. Apparently, it's going to be Hell or Hallelujah, so we can't wait to find out about that. In the meantime, if you want to listen to this again, it's going to be on podomatic.com slash the, T-H-E-E, Matt Porter, because that, of course, is me. And there's so many great podcasts out there, between The Podkist, or Creatures of the Net, or even Decibel Geek, which is not really a specific KISS one, but he's got always the Vinnie Vincent stuff. There's so many great podcasts. you got to support them all. you got to support KISS Mask. It's one of the originals, now online. Give us that address again. It is Kiss Mask Web Scene. Find it on my page because yeah, I think Frank it already page. folded <laughs> up his uh, thing. I'll put the link out to you. It's all about fun, people. That's the bottom line. When when you go on these different different websites and people are complaining they don't want to spend the money for the book, well then don't spend the money for the book. You don't want to go on the tour, don't go on the tour. It's a party. If you're not having fun, find something that is fun. That's the bottom line. Why don't we just sit here for two hours and play because it's fun. It's something to think about that's not. You You know, your mortgage or your car inspection. It's all about fun. And hopefully I'm going to see a lot of you in Virginia in July for the kickoff of the tour. And I know that I'm going to try and get a little pocket of confetti when I leave. And you know what that means. It's time to rock and roll all night and party every day. How else could we finish The Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet?
0: drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. You say you want to go for a spin. The party's just begun, we'll let you in. You drive us wild, we'll drive